DJ PK, Jake Scott sitting in. Craig Bowlerjack joining us. TV voice of the Utah Jazz. Bowler joining us on the Sprint special guest line. Lisa and Hansen, get an iPad for $99.99. Visit the local Sprint store near you. Bowler, good morning. DJ, Jake, how are you? Bowler, long time no see. It's been all the way since Tuesday. I know. We had a good time. I'd say this Monson trip and PK uh, out and about just uh, the summertime. It's a ride. I guess these guys are out uh, gallivanting around the, the country, right? Or wherever they may be. Beach time. Yeah. All right, Bowler, let's get right to it. Do the Raptors close it out in Game 6, or do the Warriors force a Game 7? Well, I mean, I'll be watching, and who wouldn't be? Uh, I mean, this scenario is is one I never would expect, uh, would have expected. Uh, with Durant's injury, uh, Vegas thinks that Golden State is uh, still the team to beat. I mean, you know, I'm looking at the line at two and a half. I mean, it tells me something, right, that you have to beat the world champs on their home floor. I'll be honest, Jake and DJ, I, I don't know who the third wheel will be tonight. I mean, you know, is it Draymond? Is it Iguodala? Does Looney, you know, battle through his, uh, you know, uh, chest injury that he's got? Yeah, I mean, it's intriguing. And I don't know how Toronto will react. Uh, this has been um, – Let's, let's be honest, an odd series. Toronto looked to dominate, and then, of course, Golden State with Clay's big shot and Lowry getting blocked in the corner in Game 5 sends it back to Oracle, which everyone thought lights out last game play, but it, you know it's got a reprieve tonight. So I don't know how they're going to react. Look, this is their first time here, uh, not for Kawhi, but – uh, in the sense of this team, this franchise, it in, it's really intriguing to see how this, the emotions of it all play out because, uh, you know, it's game six. It's on the road. Uh, I don't know. I don't know how you guys have feel or what you talked about this morning. I've been out and about, but um, I find it fascinating to see. I find it fascinating to see how the emotions of this night will play out with, with Durant having the surgery and what he said yesterday. I was blown away by the uh, the sincerity of the tweet. Um, I guess it was Instagram. But I, I was blown away by the fact that, you know, there's no blame, man. This guy decided to play it on his own, and I wasn't really, really convinced that was the way it was going to come down. But um, a pretty from-the-heart uh, message from Kevin Durant, and that could play a big factor in this game tonight, the emotions of it all for the rest of his teammates. So is that a big, gigantic I don't know right there, Bowler? Uh, that probably was a two-minute rant of I don't know. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> All, All right. right. Yeah, good to know. All right. I, just, I followed. Yeah, I, I thought I, that's what I it would, was. I would think, though, to beat the champs, I still got to lean towards Golden State on their home floor. But I think that, again, my I know I went around the corner on it, but, man, I'm trying to even talk to myself on how this plays out. But, I mean, there's there's a lot of emotions and a lot of stories in this thing, and it's it, again, intrigues me. Well, I think tonight may come down to, and a lot of NBA games come down to this, as as you well know. But who is going to be the best player on the floor tonight? Is it going to right. be Kawhi or is it going to be Steph? I think it's all about that. Who's going to have the the best performance out of the two biggest stars? Kawhi can guard. Well, the Steph, other question Steph too, Jake, Kawhi. is do those two negate one another and they both play to the highest of levels? And then who is the second or third wheel of this whole equation? Right. I mean, is it Lowry? I mean, Van Fleet, uh, and then over on the Warrior side, 
you know, is it is it Draymond? Does he come up with a double double? He he's had a triple in this series, um, if I'm not mistaken. So, I mean, is it Clay that comes along in the backcourt blows up for 55? I'm it's it's. I mean, there's a lot of what ifs, and and that's I think the intriguing part again about why, you know, you you get to a game six and how it plays out. Coaching. So- you know, I mean, does Nick Nurse use it all of his time? <laughs> we talked about that on 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 Tuesday, Jake. Yeah. I mean, you know, who out coaches whom, right? That could be a big factor in this game. Just one one slip up, you know, one mistake uh, could could be a, a factor in this in this game six as well. You know, in twenty eight cities, they've moved on beyond the NBA Finals. They're worried about the draft and free agency and how things are going to shake out. Kevin Durant gets hurt. And there were some people, I saw Brian Windhorst say it on ESPN, but I think it was out there with multiple people on social media and, you know, wherever they write or broadcast, that Durant's injury changes everything. I'm not buying it. I think every club that was going to offer him a max deal before is going to offer him a max deal now. Now, what it might change is the player's perspective because the players, you know, maybe Kyrie Irving says, well, I better go play with LeBron because I don't want to waste a year waiting for Kevin Durant. Uh, while he right. rehabs. So maybe that does change. And then Jake brought up maybe Durant stays with the Warriors and gets every dollar possible uh, because now, well, you know, at 35 with a repaired Achilles, how good are you going to be? You don't want to be back on the market then. You want the extra year that the Warriors can sign him for. How much does Durant's surgery here with the Achilles change everything in free agency this summer? Do you, do you well, buy that I'm going to throw this out. Throw this at you. I mean, I, I thought yesterday's quick news from both the Celtics and the Lakers that are in negotiations with you know Anthony Davis uh, that that kind of popped out quick about the time that uh, Durant went into surgery or came out. I thought that was a pretty quick decision by Ainge and the, the hierarchy of the Lakers uh, to talk uh, to the Pelicans uh, and even throw out that number four pick by LA. So. That's intriguing that Davis, and I think, you know, Jake, we kicked this around on Tuesday as well, that AD all of a sudden becomes more into the forefront of discussion because that domino effect, as we talk, we've we been talking about, you know, which one would be the first to drop? Would it be KD's decision? Well, now, you know, he's in the hospital and starting his rehab. But, you know, let me ask you guys this. I mean, $31.8 million player option, right, for Durant. That's money that I don't see how he can turn down at this point in time. That's me. When you're injured, I don't know if you can turn down your own player option and say, no, I'm going to roll the dice, and and here I am, even though I'm Durant. I'm two years out from even getting back to the level that some people expect me to be at. I mean, he's out a year, and then, of course, I'm just judging this on on Boogie Cousins. I'm judging this on, on Gordon Hayward's injury. Paul George, doesn't it, isn't this a two-year process? Someone's going to have to put him up and decide to, to basically say, look, I'm going to buy, hopefully, your services in two years and pay you upwards to $80 million to do so. I mean, I, I don't know if, if a GM can, can, can do that or convince his management to go along with that, even though he's a great player, top five in this league. I'm not sure. Um that if I would roll the dice for that, I think Durant may just take the money uh, personally. But again, there's 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 GMs out there rolling the dice and willing probably to take that chance, Jake and, and DJ. So stay tuned. There's a, there's a lot more to be done about this, and I think again he plays a big role in how the rest of this free agent 
uh, free agency works out this summer. I I think Bowler, uh, uh, I think there's going to be teams lining up to get him regardless, and that's why I I if if I were giving him advice, and you know I'm just talking out of my bazoo here, but if I were to give him advice, I'd say get don't take that player option because somebody's going to pay you anyway. And why I, I I was bringing up with DJ, I'd stay with the Warriors because they can give me that fifth year. So you you're not only getting paid more while you're rehabbing, but you also have another guaranteed year because of the of the doubt you're talking about. You don't know what type of player is is coming back. So I. I'd get every guaranteed nickel I could. Well, I, I, I just, I, I, you know, what team is so desperate to have Kevin Durant? Is it New York? I mean, does, and here's yes. the other part of it, too. Does Kyrie wait? Uh, I don't think so. I don't know if, 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 two, if, if a player, if it's me, that I got two years that I want to just put on, on hold away from my, my guy uh, to come in and team up with me. I I just think Durant laying there in a hospital bed's got to be a really interesting scenario with the people around him and the discussions they have to be having right now because it couldn't have happened at a worse time. Uh, but you know what, Jake, DJ? I mean, there there are stories we've heard different stories before. You know where that teams are desperate, but then again, he's got to make the decision on what team he wants to go to and what deals are made. Um, but. I wonder right now if the, if the whole emotion of the moment doesn't make him a, a warrior. Um, you know, after after his after his uh, Instagram, as, again, I was surprised how deep of an affectionate affectionate statement he made toward his teammates. He didn't sound like a guy that wanted to leave. Is my point. And so, uh, again, that's going to be his decision, and maybe other there'll be other takers. And Jake, if you're right. It's going to be a bold move by whatever GM or VP decides to, to roll the dice on, on Durant. Greg Bullerjack joining us here. I, I just think that the teams are going to wait, are, are going to go after Durant and wait. Because if you're the Knicks and you sign Durant, you're going to sell a bunch of season tickets, you're going to sell the luxury suites, you're going to sell them on multiple multi year contracts. And, yeah, people in the short run are going to think you're not going to see them, but they're going to sign three-, four-, and five-year deals or whatever. We've seen teams leverage this before. I think you're going to get the money back. And you may not – you're right, you may not get the results, but is that going to slow down Brooklyn or New York? Getting Durant um, isn't as good as getting Kawhi Leonard. And maybe it's not as good as getting Kyrie Irving. But isn't it still more lucrative to a club than getting anybody – and trading for Anthony Davis – but yep. those are the four big names on the market, and there's so many teams out there, some of them with multiple s- spots, just two in L.A. and two in New York, let's just start there, that the market for those four players, I would assume, is still going to be really strong. Well, I, I, I just my gut tells me I, I, I don't believe that. Uh, I, I tell you, if, if an ownership group wants to buy Durant for two years and let him try to get back to the level that he's at now, good luck. Uh, but there are teams that go over the cap. Golden State's, what, $300 million? So for some teams, it doesn't matter. And, and, you know, I guess I'm looking through the jazz eyes sometimes and what uh, other teams have to deal with on a financial basis and how big of a commitment that is. But your point's well taken. I mean, if you want to sell tickets and, and hype the return of Durant for the next year and a half or two, then go for it. Um, but there's no guarantee. And, Jake, I think you made that point on Tuesday. Look, if he's 26 or 27, maybe it's a, a little bit more of a, a less of a risk. 
but at 30 going on 31, and maybe by the time he hits the floor, he's nearly 33, uh, you've got you know the lingering questions of how much longer or could he achieve the, the height that he's at now. I mean, LeBron's 34, and some believe that father time has hit him pretty hard. We'll have to wait and see. But, um, well, uh, I, I just don't know if I could go that much in to Durant after this injury, and it comes at, at really at the, the peak of his career, but also right at the height and right when careers start to dip. He's had a lot of miles and minutes on those legs. Uh, we all know that, and I'm not taking anything away from his abilities, but uh, Achilles are one of the toughest ones. The way he plays – it's more difficult for a guy like that to come back and be at the level that he once was. Bowler, a week from uh, tonight is the NBA draft. Did the Jazz stay at 23? What type of player do you think they're looking at? Well, only two, Jake. I mean, it's got to be either uh, a young guard or a, uh, a wing player that's about 6'8", that can knock down, potentially knock down some shots from outside and play defense. Whether they keep that and invest in another young player that's going to be Justin Zanuck's uh, decision with uh, the help of uh, one Dennis Lindsay. But as we all know, I mean, the word is that, you know, Ricky's not in in the future plans of the Jazz. Uh, do you do you actually make a bold move and, and make the switch and put Donovan there? Do you roll the dice and put your uh, – uh, do you have some confidence in Dante Exum despite multiple injuries? Uh, those are all questions we're going to have to get answered. Uh, but I would think that the first thing that they have to have on the list, I would think, would be a shooter. Uh, if they're going to develop this guy or make him a two-way or develop him through the G League. Um, I doubt at 23 you get a, a minutes rotation player. Grayson Allen had enough trouble to get on the floor throughout the season. So I, I, the, the draft isn't as, is not deep. It's basically a three-deep three you know, draft in the sense of impact players. <clears throat> so... Um, you know, again, do the Jazz trade that pick, Jake and DJ, or do they develop it? Uh, they are a good team to develop players. They like to find guys who are diamonds in the rough and bring them up through the ranks. Uh, but, again, it's one of the first decisions that Justin's going to have as a GM, or do they use that uh, as, as trade potential? And I actually use some of that to open up more cap space uh, with, with the money they wouldn't spend uh, to sign a, a 23rd pick. Bowler, as always, we appreciate a few minutes. Thanks for joining us, and we'll uh, talk to you again. All right, guys. Great to hear from you, Jake, uh, DJ. See you soon.